podcast. I'm Mecca from Insightful Connections. And I am Michelle from Michelle R. Price, the light worker. Welcome to the podcast. Today, our mission is just to get you to, to maybe learn something or, or understand something new. Yes, or paint our fingernails blue. I just wanted to rhyme with you, Rebecca. How clever, how clever. <laughs> I have. Look at my nails. I got pink and you got blue. Look at that. We're having a boy and a girl. Hooray. Um, so today, oh. we're going to be talking about or encouraging our listener at home to be your badass self. That's what I put in here. Um, or your authentic self. Maybe he's uh, more polite. No more pretending is what um, I sort of felt when I wrote this, um, the theme um, or the idea around this. Um, But we always like to catch up, Beck, and it's been a little while. The listener at home will be aware that Beck hasn't uh, been on with me. It's been uh, me and and I had Grandmother Malara on last episode. So, you know, that's been uh, interesting. You know, she was really wonderful to have a chat to. And uh, I think Beck has listened back to that chat and, um, yeah, a very interesting lady, an Indigenous elder. And Beck, yeah, what's been going on? We'll catch up with you first. Fill us in. Uh, what's been happening oh in your life? Gosh, Michelle, I feel like I have been happening. away forever. <laughs> what yeah. been oh my gosh, I have been away forever, it feels like. Um, I've been off attending, attending to some family things and with school holidays. I've missed this so much. My dog's just come in, decided she's going to talk to me. My Sorry. <laughs> Bell. <laughs> Um, yeah, so miss this so much. And thank you, Michelle, for holding up the fort while I've been otherwise engaged. <laughs> you are truly an amazing person. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, but hopefully in the next few weeks, the stuff will be sorted. I'm certainly praying to source and to the angels it is. What's been happening with you? Well, um, oh, I was going to ask, can you, have you got cards with you? Do you have any cards with you? Because I mine are all out in the front room. Amazing, amazing. So Beck's going to do a card draw today. So we do also like to throw in a little bit of a card draw, a bit of spiritual guidance into uh, our episodes, into our podcast. Um, Beck, we got some more feedback too. And I don't know whether you've seen that in our Gmail, in our email address. So livingenlighten33 at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. I don't know which episode it was. Uh, oh, a new earth episode. So the episode that I recorded um, about the three waves of volunteers and the new earth, which is Dolores Cannon's book. We just got some feedback saying great episode, Michelle. And that was um, from Tashana. And Tashana is one of our regular listeners. She's uh, really enjoying the podcast and uh, has given us some other feedback prior to that as well. But if you do want to give us feedback, you can do it that way or on Facebook or go to Living Enlightened podcast page. So either or uh, comments, ideas, suggestions, etc. Um, all is welcome. Actually, Beck, I don't know if you've seen lately, but um, I posted, I uh, sponsored or boosted or whatever you call it, um, one of our posts on Living Enlightened as well. And it's doing really, really well. Um, it did have some sort of um, unfortunate comments, which I hid, but a lot of the comments were really great. It's reached 2,202 people and um, has had 242 wow. reactions, 13 shares. So 13 times it's been shared. This is the angel post. So we did an episode on the angels um, and I put wow. the angels up. So I do all the, uh, I schedule all the posts through uh, the business page, which is really great. Uh, Facebook business. So yeah, lots of one lady shared her encounters with uh, Jesus and a few other people have just said amen, which is really lovely. And other people have talked about seeing angels themselves. So yeah, really good idea. I thought I'd just sort of give it a go and, and see what happened. Um, so there's, yeah, 239 reactions and things and uh, lots of comments. So it's been really great. Uh, anyway, in terms of what I've been up to, I um, 
recently decided to book myself in to do the Sunshine Coast Kokoda Challenge. So I was sort of keen to do, there's a 48K version, a 30K and an 18, I think it is. But everyone else wanted to do 30. So I've actually compromised on that. I was going to do 48, but I'll do the 30. So it feels good just to have that thing, you know, that goal, just to work towards something to look forward to, you know, a reason why we're walking. Um, so my hubby and I are going out and doing bush walking and stuff just to sort of get used to it all because it's all through the bush and hiking and things. And, um, you know, park runs something I do weekly, but, and that's competitive and that's with other people. But, you know, this is something a bit different. So I have done the Gold Coast one a couple of times. That was uh, 96 kilometres. And um, so I did that twice. Um, and that was awesome. Uh, but this is just something that, you know, I haven't done in quite a few years. So I wanted to get back into it. Um, Hubby's also doing a, a triathlon. So we're talking about that with our friends today. They're doing a triathlon, but they're going to split it. So each person will do, you know, a particular leg. So, um, and that's something that's always been a goal of mine as well. So this one's in Feb. So I'll let them do it and I'll support them. And then you know, the girls might do it the following year or something like that. So, um, yeah, lots of exciting things for 2022, lots of goal setting, um, which is really exciting. Um, so, Beck, should we get into the episode? Yes, let's get into it. Yes, you look let's very hunched with your shoulders up. Did you want to do the card first? Well, just listening. Well, I've, I've just actually, um, I've drawn an affirmation because it's me. And Good I idea. Have affirmations. Have Love to do affirmations. my affirmations. Oh, love sissy. my affirmations sissy's over my shoulder <laughs> <laughs> hi sissy it says i choose love no matter what hey that's appropriate for the story more, i just told you or, yeah absolutely it does it does and there's nothing more authentic than you know choosing love over everything else so mm. i think it really ties in well really i also just drew some cards and i'll take a photo and send them up um, post them up there, but um, Kyle Gray, Angel Guide Oracle. Now, I actually had a few fallout, but the first one here, and this will come into it, I, I believe, later on, is signs and reminders. Oh, isn't that beautiful? Look at the butterflies and the feather. And the rainbow. And, and like a prism of some description. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. It's such a gorgeous card. It's got a big feather in the middle um, and, and, of course, the diamond. Um, so, you know, signs and reminders. The second one is do the work. That one yes. coming through there, it's sitting there and actually doing Gosh, the I work. Cards. The next card that came out with them, there's, there's five in total, is courage and bravery. Wow. And I think as we continue to talk along in this episode, um, this is all going to make more sense for you guys. But um, the next one was manifestation. Huh. <laughs> Bang on. <laughs> and learning experience. Wow. How so good is that? I think they, they tell a story in themselves. But very exciting. So I will put them up. Um, I will send the photos and, and post them up on here so that everyone can have a look at them. Amazing. Um, it'd be actually really nice to find out from people what which one they're, they're more sort of drawn to out of those cards, even though that we're revealing them beforehand. Yeah. Um, because you look at those cards on the, on the when we post them up and you'll be able to sort of feel which one that you're more drawn to, which one gets your attention the most. And, you know, there might be something in that for you. That's correct. Yeah, there always will be. It's the same as when we do any kind of Facebook lives or anything. There's um, people who don't always get a reading, but it always um, relates to a lot more people than, you know, just the person that you're reading for. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, I just came up with a new episode, Beck, so I've just sort of added that to our show notes while you were talking. <laughs> I was thinking about the story I told you off air and I figure we uh, may as well make a show out of that. So, um, yes, that was uh, very, very kind of funny, but one of those situations where it shouldn't be funny. It's just quite inappropriate, isn't it? Uh, okay, so... <laughs> Thank you, Beck, for the uh, cards, and we will post those up online. Um, Beck, I wanted to start with just saying, look, I remember being at school, and um, and this is because this show's about being authentic, yeah, and I just felt like I didn't really fit in, and it was, um, I just really wanted to blend in, you know, he just want to kind of, you know, just be this exactly the same as everyone else, you know? You look at birds, you look at a flock of birds or whatever, and they all pretty much look the same. It's like, how do you tell the difference? How do you tell who your children are? And you know when you watch those David Attenborough shows or the penguins, and they kind of go... How do you know they're your chicks? How do you know that? You know, they all look bloody the same. Um, so anyway, that was that was me. So as a result, um, I've been trying to fit in. Um, I felt like I sort of sort of stood out even more because I was I was a bit awkward. I didn't know how to sort of, you know, talk the same as everyone else. You know how like everyone used to talk like this particular way, you know, have these funny sayings and la la la. Um, and then when we moved from New South Wales to Queensland, um, so that was going into year six. Um, so I moved when I was in year five. Uh, finished year five. Um, I didn't have a school uniform, so I just looked weird. Um, so I stood out even more. And it was just a nightmare. And I remember my peers sort of copying um, hairstyles and clothing uh, styles of celebrities, you know, Madonna, Kylie, whoever's around at that time, Kylie Minogue, you know, following all the trends. The royal family, I think, was a big one as well. What Princess Di was doing and all of that. And when we're young and maybe, you know, young at heart, we all just want to fit in. You know, I think that that's pretty common. Um, Beck, have you got anything you want to sort of say about that? Yeah, I do. I was just as actually something came to me while you were, you were saying about the birds before. So um, <laughs> I just wanted to type that in quickly. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, fitting in school. I actually had similar experiences with school because I was moved from school to school mm. and also felt like I was always sort of stood out more. Yeah. <clears throat> like you did and was finding very difficult to find myself and where I fit. So um so, so that was that was really something there. Again, the same sort of feeling, Michelle, when you try so hard to be like everyone else, sometimes it's really awkward and complicated and you just mm. sort of stand out more. Um, and, of course, your parents don't understand, do they? Yeah. No. It's like an episode <laughs> of American Pie. When you were saying that, I was just thinking of American Pie. Have you seen that show? It really is, isn't it? It's like yeah. so, it's just so awkward. And the more you try, the worse it gets. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. But um, I just want to, just going back to the birds comment from before um, and about them all being the same, I find it funny, and this is what I was sort of typing in quickly, um, is that even though they all look the same, they still have one or two that don't fit in. Yeah. My neighbour next door has got chickens. He's got eight girls over there. They're absolutely beautiful and they are hilarious to watch, but there is still one or two that don't quite, make the grade with the other you know six or seven of them and there's ah. always you know that one or two that are in the background and they wait is a pecking order and they have to wait for their food and I'm always mm. sort of throwing their food out and then throwing this one separate food um mm. when I go over there because I love feeding them um but there's always that one that just sort of stands out and this I'm wondering if it is you know now it is sad but I'm just sort of wondering now if that sort of scenario has just got me thinking and the, the head spinning again, um, is because it's authentic self, even though it's a chicken, mm. it's authentic self is a little bit different to the others and it sort of sees mm. and feels things differently. It's not in a hurry to be top of the pecking order or yeah. it's, you know, I don't know. 
I don't know. There's so many stories, like you think of the ugly duckling, like I'm thinking of nursery rhymes and stuff like that as well. You know, the ugly duckling, it's like, you know, everyone didn't like him and then he grew up and he became this beautiful swan and everyone was like, wow, that's amazing. Like, I like stories like that because it's like, uh-huh. you know, he was a bit awkward and a bit weird and he looked a bit funny and, you know, his feathers were a bit weird. And then he grew up and became this beautiful swan and everyone was like, wow, you know, you're amazing. He's the same duckling. He's the same, you know, obviously he's not a duckling, but he was, he was the same all along. He didn't change. It was just, you know, he grew into himself, I guess. You know, it's very interesting, all the nursery rhymes and stories that I think sort of fit this theme really well today. So Yeah, yeah. Or, or is it that, you know, all those people who were judging um, actually started to find their authentic self and mm. were okay with that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to talk a bit we about that. For hours. Yeah, because I, I think I'll, um, I'll sort of explain a bit of what I feel around why that is. Um, but, yeah, that's a really good question. I like the way, the way you post that. Um, I think as we age, Beck, I, I feel like we get more comfortable in our skin and, and this is sort of probably talking around what you're discussing at the moment, but it did take me a long time to feel like I belonged in my skin. You know, I had a lot of um, trouble adapting to this. I call it the 3D body because I was, um, I've been etheric. I believe I've been etheric for many uh, lifetimes, you know, um, just energy rather than having the physical body. So I remember asking my uh, staff family at one point to take me home and I was only little, about three. Um, essentially, it was, you know, the whole beam me up Scotty kind of idea. And I realized I couldn't fly home. Um, and when I realized I couldn't go home, because I, I don't remember getting like a no, but I just kind of felt like that was a no. Like I just kind of felt like I understood it somehow. Um, and when I realized that I, I just lost it, you know, that was, um, that was really hard for me. It became really emotional. And I figured out I just would have to make it work. You know, I couldn't go home. There was no escape. You know, I was looking for the, the easy way out. Um, mm. And it's important for each of us to kind of figure out our outlet. And I think that's when I, yeah, it would have been after that because I started skating when I was about five or six. So um, it was three or four when I realized I couldn't go home. So it was pretty soon after that that I kind of was like, I just had to figure this out. So um, dad took me skating. I was like, this is the most amazing thing I've ever done in my life. Um, and I'm good at it. And so it is and, and always will be skating for me, you know, where it just sort of makes me feel awesome. Um, it gets me through anxiety or whatever's going on. And, you know, that minute I put those skates on, it just felt like everything made sense. It felt like I always had wheels on my feet. Um, I could go a lot faster. And walking just never made sense to me. I was like, gosh, it just takes forever to get anywhere. Like, why don't we, why can't I have skates at school? I could like get to my classroom faster and things like that. So um, in other words, you know, do what you do well and do it lots. And I tell people this heaps, you know, in readings and kids, you know, do what you do well and do it lots because it's really good for your self-esteem, you know, and your confidence levels. And, you know, it, it sort of gets the adrenaline flowing, you know, skating for me gets the adrenaline flowing for other people, you know, maybe Taekwondo, you know, some sort of martial art um, or whatever it is running, you know, and for me, it made school easier because, you know, some of the kids from school actually would go skating from time to time. And I think it was easier for them to kind of accept me because I guess I didn't look as weird and awkward and I could see I was like good at this thing and they kind of admired me and they were like, oh, you know, and then they went to school and they started to tell other kids at school, Michelle's really good at skating. You should go and watch her. She's a speed skater. And people were really impressed. So I don't know. It just seemed like that kind of resolved a lot of social awkward or socially awkward moments for me and you know I do feel like fear plays a big role in all of this Um, I went from being like terrified of you know looking or sounding or acting differently to everyone else to not actually caring because I found something that I was good at it felt good for me to do it you know and I just sort of got over it but I do feel like it was helpful having the kids from school there to kind of witness that you know and to spread the word hey Michelle's not as weird as you know she looks and I was like awesome (laughs) 
<laughs> and I think it's a bit sort of like what we did, what we do too, when we're doing yeah. card readings for people yeah. or we're doing healings, we get that confirmation back from people um, and it actually helps us to, to accept yep. more of, of, of what we can do, um, yeah. um, which is, which is really huge. So yeah, all that confirmation and, and that confirmation from the kids at school saying, you know, Michelle can do this and it's, it's really is, um, She's very confidence good boosting. Yeah. Yeah. So when I read your message last night to record an episode on being your authentic self, mm. I actually felt in my heart space a weird feeling, weird feeling. I cannot describe it. Automatically, it came to me that I needed to do this episode now. <clears throat> um, and I, I needed it because it's necessary to let the listeners know that we are here for a reason. So to each take life one step at a time and to enjoy life. Uh, so this is the basic of the basis of our authentic self, I feel. Um, so and these sort of things can get stripped away from us being humans. We get lost, you know, humans get lost and they get caught up with ego, stress, confusion, uh, theirs, like your own or other people's feelings. So I'm always reminding my clients to go back to the basics. And one way is to find your joy, to see it as a learning experience and to take the bounce and feel into something better, manifest your desires, okay, to take it on, what, you, what it is you actually want and see that happening, bring it out because all your desires are, are you know, things that you want, they, they're some things that make you joyful, they are there for you. Um, but I just wanted to add in too that another way is not to get caught up with what others think of you because all it does is create fear, as you said before, Michelle, and destroy your confidence and it just creates unhappiness. Very, very true. Uh, mm. There are no happy endings, Rebecca, at that point. Not yeah. at that point. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, really good point. Yeah, so what I wanted to say was, you know, one thing I've noticed is people posting pics and the way that the reason I come up with this is because um, this theme is because I've noticed um, people kind of, kind of in my age demographic or a bit younger with, you know, children and things when they're posting on um, social media often they use those funny filters, I guess. And I think it comes from, I don't know if it comes from TikTok or some other social media craze, um, but it's where they make your eyes humongous and you look like kind of like startled deer in the headlights or something. And sometimes your mouth is really small and it's kind of weird looking. Um, but I've noticed a lot of people using filters like that and, you know, each to their own, it's all good. But, you know, I kind of worry about kids using those because it's like, you don't even look like yourself. Like I've seen people in real life and kind of gone, oh, you look you look totally different. You don't look like that at all. Um, cause I don't have humongous eyes and little mouth, um, like the filter. So, you know, I think again, it's like, it can, um, distort, you know, your features to the point where you don't even, um, really feel like yourself, you know, you don't look like that in the mirror, you know? Um, and I don't know what that does to you, you know, yourself, um, who's doing that, you know, doing the filter. So I, I try not to use filters. Um, I try to be, you know, I wear minimal makeup and things because I just want to be, you know, as authentic and look as much like myself as I can, especially as I age, because, you know, it shows on your face, you know, you've lived, you've got life lessons, you've learned. And I think that's really important to sort of show that. And that's the main reason, you know, I think I've done well at public events, you know, because I've got professional pics done, you know, they look like who I am. Um, I didn't use any filters. I had really simple backgrounds and a majority of the other guys that I was sort of doing the expo with the other light workers, you know, they'd used images that were really old. They were either printed off social media, you know, those ones where you sort of chop off the person's arm. Someone's got their arm around you, like your husband or something, and you chop their <laughs> arm off and it's like, it looks a bit weird. It looks like there's someone else here in the picture or it's a holiday photo, you know, and 
a lot of them just didn't look, you know, some of them were 20 years old. So they didn't look like themselves. So the ladies that were taking the bookings just said, look, you Michelle, you know, you look authentic. The people like it. Um, and that's awesome. So, you know, I did really well out of that. Um, I think cause I looked like, like myself and I'm okay, you know, looking like myself. So, you know, getting comfortable, being comfortable in your own skin, you know, is, um, is super important. I guess it's what we're all aiming for. Yeah, I, look, I agree. And, I, and I've actually um, noticed the same thing at expos here in Canberra. Um, you go to the expos and you look at their photos and you've got all yeah. these posters and stuff outside and then you get in there and you look at them and you're like, uh, which is which? Yeah. Because <laughs> you, you don't look tell. like that anymore. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's and it's right. It's sad. Yeah. And, and you have to you have to keep it up, um, like, you know, refreshing it and just making yep. sure that, you know, because you do change. We do change. Yes. Um, look, okay. it, and I think the other thing that's important, and I love um, when you do this, Michelle, too, is it's great for us to post a walk down on the beach or, you know, around the lake and just the landscape or the scenery or just being in the garden or a sunset just to show that we are normal people out there doing normal everyday things as well. That's it. Um, and that, you know, we're not sort of, you know, these... <laughs> it's amazing the different descriptions you get from some people it's like oh I expected you to be wearing robes and doing this and doing that and mm. it's like nah 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 I'm a mama four wow <laughs> I go oh, grocery man. shopping I will yeah. run into you at the grocery store I will do this I will do that because that's you know it's authentic I, we are just normal people yeah <laughs> Isn't it funny? That's so true. I was thinking about your birds actually too, because, you know, that's a big part of who you are, you know, rescuing birds and looking after birds and stuff like that. You know, it's all those things that we do well and doing lots of it and it, you know, makes us feel awesome, you know, and I think that's a really big part of, you know, today's show being authentic, you know, uh, not trying to live up to other people's expectations is a big part of that. You know, Beck knows well, and I actually just got my head reshaved, Beck. I don't think you've seen me since I got it reshaved, but I um, woke up recently and felt like I didn't kind of look like myself. And I just sort of had this awareness that I had to shave my head and I didn't really know why. I was just like, I feel like I've got to shave it. And I also knew I had to get a tattoo, but I didn't know what it was going to be. But Hubby didn't argue. He just kind of went, oh yeah, you know, here we are again. Um, he's kind of used to it all now. But it was interesting, you know, I didn't really give a second thought to what other people would think of me. I just kind of felt like I had to, I had to do it. Um, and I do kind of feel like that any thoughts around this, if I had any concerns about, oh gosh, what is that person going to think or that person that I wouldn't have been driven by ego. I do feel like that's sort of ego based. Um, mm. and I just feel like I've moved past that. You know, at this point, I feel like I've moved past that. I actually had my, um, chronic energy teacher say to me, Michelle, you got the mark of the healer. And I said, what is that? And he goes, the shaved head. And he said, all the light workers are shaving their head. And you know, I had no idea. Like when I did it, before I did it, I didn't really tell anyone. And then when I did it, um, I posted a pics up. And I had some other light workers and clients and people say to me, wow, that's so weird that you did that because I feel like I wanted to shave my head too. So when he said, oh, that's the mark of the healer, I was like, wow. And he said, yeah, so that we can all recognize each other. You know, we can spot each other in a crowd. And I was like, geez, that makes sense. Because you do stand out when you shave half your, half your hair off. Um, and once I had it done, you know, I felt like I sort of, some, some people, you know, that was a great example, but there was some people that kind of had to have a story, you know, they had to come up with a story, you know, why did you do it? You know, some people have to do that. Ah. And, um, one lady actually came up, it was really funny. And she said, Oh, you know, I see you shaved your head, you know, it's, it's nice and cool, staying cool during summer and la la la. And I was like, nah, <laughs> no, 
because I just don't, you know, I could have been polite and gone, oh, yeah, la, 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 have a great day. But I was like, no, you know, I didn't. And um, she came up with another story. So she wasn't even asking me. She was coming up with story <laughs> after story after story. And I'm like, no, no. And in the end, I just said, I actually just wanted to do it. I just wanted to shave my head. And she just, you know, she just looked so shocked. Um, it was like she couldn't accept it. And it was like, no, you've got to have a reason. What do you, what do you mean? You just wanted to shave your head and you just did that. Because, you know, I think the way, you know, from school, we're so, you know, mainstream schooling, it's like everything's so controlled. You've got to do things this way and la, la, la. And everyone wears their school mm. uniforms. In America, it's a bit different. But over here, everyone has a uniform. You look the same. And, you know, I just think it was just so far outside of her idea of what was possible that, um, you know, but the reason I persisted, Rebecca, is that I thought maybe there's something that she can learn from this. Maybe there's something that she needs to hear from me as opposed to me just, you know, going, oh yeah, that's great. Yep. I shaved it to keep my hair cool. See you later. Bye. Um, whereas now she might kind of go, oh, well, I remember Michelle did that thing. Maybe I can do this thing. You know, I'm hoping people push themselves, you know, out of their comfort zone and stuff like that as well. Um, it's just interesting, you know, how humans need this reason or explanation, you know, for everything. It's like everything has to be labeled or put in a box. Um, and at this point in my life, I don't be boxed in. I don't, I don't need to be boxed in. You know, I had enough of that working in commercial radio. Um, appearance is everything in commercial radio. And I certainly found that out because um, some women who, you know, didn't look like the norm or didn't fit in or weren't, you know, pretty enough, um, they were, you know, given the flick and not so much in news, but certainly in announcing um, appearances, everything. So, you know, I definitely wouldn't have done this when I was in commercial radio. I wouldn't have rocked up to a press conference with the prime minister and gone, hey, with my head shaved. I wouldn't have done that. I don't think I would have done that at all. So it's only being in the light worker realm, having that bit of freedom to go, you know what? who's going to judge me? Who's going to judge me working where I am, you know? Um, and I see, you know, seven to eight people a day, but everyone loves it. Everyone's fine with it. And I'm like, I'm just so pleased. So pleased I did it. And it looks so great on you. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just find if people want you to justify your actions, it's because their fear or their lack of confidence in being able to do something different. Yeah. Um, and, and that comes again, sort of, you know, back down to these cards you know yeah. courage and bravery learning experiences it's, it's okay people can do these things it's okay it doesn't mean that mm. you know something terrible is going to happen just because we've shaved our head or because we've got a tattoo I've got a big tattoo on my back with m mm. all my birds again with the birds mm -hmm. um with my yeah and you know sometimes you just do things because it's something you need something that gives you that self-confidence or it's just 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 because just cause, mm, it's just cause. It. we don't need a reason <laughs> we don't need a reason you don't need a reason and you don't always you know you don't need to justify it mm -mm. nobody's in danger yeah know. and i think it's nice to emulate i mean you know i love tony robbins um elon musk you know um all the great uh, Richard Branson, I really love. I love a lot of his posts and things that he sort of um, stands by and, you know, strong beliefs. So I think it's great to emulate people. And I, I'm not talking about obviously physically, but, you know, trying to be like someone else, you know, like to, um, you know, take bits and pieces, you know, from different people. Gabby Bernstein, I mean, she's just incredible. You know, there's so many people that really inspire me. And I think that's okay. You know, I think that's okay. It's not part of you not being authentic. But it's like, you know, out of that, then you kind of, I think, find who you really are and who you want to be and all of that. Because obviously I do believe, um, and I'm sure if I spoke to Tony Robbins and I haven't, but if I spoke to any of those guys, I'm sure that they were inspired by someone, you know, whether it was a parent, teacher, you know, something like that. One of the greatest stories ever 
is the Oprah Winfrey story, and I've shared this with you before, but that teacher, oh, not teacher, the um, wife of a guy who was running for governor, who they were walking along through the crowd and Oprah was standing there as a child. And Oprah had always been ridiculed and teased and called ugly and, you know, da, 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 and was never sort of given any sort of encouragement really by her family. She had a pretty rough upbringing and was actually mm. brought up by her auntie, I think it was. And, um, you know, it, it just wasn't the best upbringing. And this uh, woman didn't know her from a bar of soap, shook her hand, bent down, shook her hand, um, wife of this guy who was trying to be a politician and just said, you are such a beautiful girl. You can do anything in the world. You can be anything. And I mean, obviously Oprah's not voting at that age. There was no benefit, you know, to her saying that to her because, you know, she wasn't going to get a vote. You know, she was like five or six, but Oprah never forgot that. And she credited that woman with helping her become who she was because mm. it didn't, she didn't know her. There was not, nothing to gain, you know? And I think that's sometimes when your parents say it to you, you don't even listen because you're like, well, you got to say that because you're my parent, you know, you yeah. kind of write it <laughs> off. You know what I mean? But this woman had nothing to gain. She didn't know her. she wasn't going to vote for her or her husband. It was just, there was no reason for her to say that. So Oprah's like, she must be telling the truth. And she changed her life. She became this, you know, news anchor and did all of that stuff and then became a, um, you know, host and one of the wealthiest, if not the wealthiest woman in the world um, at one point. So, you know, it's amazing what a few words can do. And that woman didn't even know, you know, she went away, forgot about it, you know, and then Oprah got her on the show and thanked her. And it was just amazing because I think it's, you know, gratitude and blessings is a big thing of um, a big part of what I promote. So, you know, I just love Definitely. that story, you know, so I think it's lovely to be inspired by, but Oprah tread her own path. She, you know, was very honest about her weight gain and loss and all those things. And that's what I've always loved about Oprah as an example. She's one of my heroes because she's really authentic. She didn't get up there and go, Oh, here's me and my pretty dresses. And I'm so gifted. And I have like a million bucks. She's like, I'm really struggling with weight guys. I'm struggling with mental health. I'm struggling with stress I'm struggling with whatever it is. And it's like, it just made her so attainable. It was like, she just, anyone can be her, you know? And I just, I love that. It's really real. So I feel like, you know, even being a light worker, you know, which is what uh, Beck and I are doing and Beck's still working um, in some other areas as well, but it fits into this authentic self theme. And I wanted to sort of touch on this as part of my recommendation this week in inspo, you know, I only identified with being a journalist for over two decades and that was, that was me. I wasn't emotional. I didn't feel anything. I was hardcore. I was very masculine, um, you know, and it was like, you get the job done, very competitive, you know, and all of those things, which is very masculine. So you know, being a full-time light worker terrified me, the idea of that. So that's why I was made redundant. I mean, I wouldn't have done this otherwise, um, really. I, I know I wouldn't because I'm too stubborn. But it's terrifying. So, <laughs> you know, because I had all those fears I, and that was ego. I mean, when I worked as a journalist full-time, I still had a lot of ego because that's, that's what it is. So, you know, I was thinking to myself when I was thinking about getting out of it, I was like, oh my gosh, how would I tell my parents, you know, my friends, like my church congregation? I felt like a lot of shame there. And I did actually, in the early days when I was made redundant, I did go to church and people were like, oh, what are you doing now? You got, you lost your job. And I told a couple of people, oh, well, I'm a healer. And it was just, it just didn't compute what that was. It just didn't compute with them. Um, it's not Anglican, I'm Anglican. It's not an Anglican church. It's a different denomination, but um, they don't do the healing thing at their church um, in that denomination. So it was like, they just didn't understand what I was saying. It was just like, it was foreign, you know? Um, and I didn't really mention readings or anything, but I was like, oh, okay, that's funny. Um, and I even told the pastor, you know, the church, I was like, I'm a healer. And he just didn't, you know, he was like, oh, what? You know, like he understood what I was saying, but he was like, oh, that's a bit funny. Um, and, you know, I suggested a healing service and it wasn't really received and I kind of left it. 
So now I sort of yeah. say when I'm there, you know, um, because I am being authentic, you know, I do tell them the truth. I'll say, oh, you know, I've got, you know, I'm freelancing. I do freelance journalism, which is true. Freelance journalism. I write for magazines and uh, do the podcast and things like that. Uh, and I don't mention my healing and spiritual work, but I do feel like there was, there'll be a time when I can, you know, at the moment we've got a demographic of average of 80, you know, years of age of the, you know, congregation. So <laughs> um, more traditional. So I've, I do feel like there'll be a time where I can, you know, talk about it openly. They did actually ask if I wanted to be involved in Sunday school, you know, teaching the kids and looking after the kids. And I think that it will be really cool. Um, but other than that, you know, um, there's, they're wanting to form a youth group, but we don't really have enough young people. But I feel like once we get some youth, you know, in the church, maybe they may be open to the idea of healing or something. And I might be able to include it um, because there's so many elderly people that are really sick there. And I mean, is Reiki really the work of, you know, the darkness. I don't think so, you know, and I really, I really mm. hope that, you know, we can sort of get it in there a little bit because there's a lot of elderly people who are really sick and dying um, in our congregation. They're getting old and they're unwell. And I just think, gosh, I'd love to get in there and do some healing on them. I really love that, you know? So that's one of my, uh, one of my aims, you know, down the track when it's a bit more, you know, accepted um, that I can sort of get in there. But um, you know, my idea is that, you know, for this week recommendation wise, um, find someone who inspires you, you know, try to maybe use that to motivate yourself to really put yourself out there in a really authentic, genuine mm. you know, way. And let's not go with the ego. Let's not the ego. Let's not let the ego drive us and just, you know, have to label and box and do all of that stuff. It is what it is. It is what it is. And, you know, spirit will always bring you ways to accomplish your desires as well yes they will definitely always always come to you that's um, it it just depends on on how much you let it in that's it we just have to uh let go everything is about letting go letting it go <laughs> that's it <laughs> and, <laughs> and which takes a lot of courage and bravery it sure does it's like jumping off a cliff it's like when you're going to sleep too fast and you fall off the cliff and you jump it's a little bit like that <laughs> feeling like you're going to hit the bottom um great episode beck i really enjoyed that um coming up next week beck we're going to be talking about and i literally just added this in as we we're talking mm -hmm. but um be careful what you wish for because i told you a funny story that was one of those laugh or cry moments um <laughs> about a recommendation made to a client and something uh shocking terrible happened as a result um but it was kind of a good result for her if you know what i mean so i just kind of come up with the idea of this and i think it's uh, it could work it could be a good uh good talk topic beck um, so be careful what you wish for and um, I will elaborate uh, in the next episode. Um, but it's so good to catch up with you. I really, uh, really appreciate you making the time because I know you're still very busy. Uh, Bebex has taken a little bit of time out of her schedule to um, have a chat to us. So I really appreciate it. Oh, I miss it so much. I miss it so much. And I've been stressing. I've been like, oh, I haven't done this. I haven't done this. And oh. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. And I just feel so relaxed right now. So relaxed. Yay. I have just been working hard on all of this stuff. And right now I just feel so relaxed. Like, Hooray. I thought it might have been the break that you needed and uh, looks like I was right as always. <laughs> the break I needed was to do more work. <laughs> Correct. And thank you for doing the affirmations. I love the affirmations. Um, they really tickle my fancy. Thank you, Beck. And I'll talk to you pleasure, next time. Pleasure, pleasure. <laughs> Bye, Michelle. Bye, everybody. Bye.